everybody. I'm Steve Dam, and welcome to the Damn Truth podcast. Uh, tonight, I will be talking about popcorn. It's less a narrative story and more of a free flow of ideas around popcorn. <laughs> I uh, I love popcorn. It's uh, it's been a family friend for a long time, and uh, I, I would like to share my thoughts on it. And this is it. Popcorn. There are a multitude of subjects that I'm able to speak semi-intelligently on and in turn lull you to sleep with. I am, sadly, well-versed in comic book lore. The Who, Star Wars and Star Trek, electric cars, mythologies of many ancient civilizations, Guitars, drum making, various conspiracy theories, benefits of Metamucil, historical events, drums, hobbies of my wife, film, dog breeds, the entire catalog of Danielle Steele, skunk extermination, and what living with ADHD is like. So that Danielle Steele thing isn't true. I just read my list and it looked fairly ordinary and commonplace for a man of my particular type. I thought the cottage cheese could use some chives, as it were. That list is a little bland, yes. However, the passion is real. I do love learning more about those subjects very much. I would even be open to reading a Danielle Steele novel. Not really. No, I wouldn't. I don't think I really would. There is one subject that I seem to obsess on just a little bit more than those others these days. And that is the culinary preparation of popped corn. I love to make popcorn. But Steve, you would say, have we not reached the end of what humans can do with popcorn? Can we not put a prepackaged bag of our preferred flavored kernels into a microwave machine and explode the grain more efficiently that way? What could you possibly do better than that? I would tell you to never, ever again, put one of those wretched prepackaged poison pouches into the food zapper and allow me to call a hazmat team to dispose of any more that you know of that are in the area. I despise it that much. And yes, I believe it is that bad for you. I'm not going to go into the possible health risks of microwave popcorn. That wouldn't be any fun for you. And for some of you, it would break your heart. I've never been accused of being a heartbreaker. <clears throat> Ever. And I'm not about to start today. You'll have to look up all that junk yourself. I'm here with the good news. I'm here with a better way. If you wanted popcorn without all the trouble of the chemicals of the microwave kind, you might kind of consider maybe perhaps just buying an air popper. <clears throat> I don't own one. Not that they're you know, a bad way to pop corn, but consider it to be, you know, the healthiest way. I just don't care for it that way. But if that's what keeps you dear readers from nuking a bag of chemically enhanced sodium inside a thinner, 
liner that melts off the bag wall and onto your food you will digest into the soft inner tissue of your body, then pretty please with sugar on top. Get the air popper. Don't bring it to my house. If you want a truly enjoyable popcorn experience, listen up. So when my father isn't golfing, euthanizing skunks, or chasing my lovely mother around the house, he is snoring in front of a television with an old Western movie playing. Uh, When he's not doing that, he's making popcorn for the family before the nightly ritual of television. He's been doing this since before I was born, and some of my earliest memories of the family life included a bowl of popcorn. An artisan popcorn chef who trained his entire life perfecting an oil-based popcorn recipe. He is as careful as a brain surgeon when it comes to popcorn. At least he's as careful as a brain surgeon making popcorn. That might be a little over the top. Dad keeps his popcorn in an industrial-sized mustard tub and describes his popcorn-making style as making popcorn. I believe his oil of choice is canola, though I know for a fact that he has used vegetable oil in the past. His flavoring of choice is table salt. If a person watched my father making popcorn in my parents' kitchen, they would simply see a man throwing some grain in a, you know, hot oil and creating fluffy white matter out of a steaming steel portal as easily as a stage magician conjures a long-eared rodent from a tall silk hat. But it is more than that. Despite his interest in the football-baseball-golf game and or the Big Valley rerun he is watching or snoozing through, his internal clock is set with Swiss precision to the moisture level and oil temperature inside his kettle. I watched this and how he shook the pot to move the kernels gently, but thoroughly, around in the unbearably hot oil. I studied how he kept the lid on, so that when the grain became excited and finally exploded with all the unbridled enthusiasm of a science class experiment that required goggles, nobody was blinded and seeds didn't shoot all over the room. Genius. He's a genius. It was unacceptable for kernels to escape popping. Dad would often wait until the last corn would pop before allowing the group into the gray-flecked Melmac bowls in which we served popcorn. And only popcorn. Only popcorn in those bowls. It was as if the man had counted how many individual pieces of grain had entered the kettle and then counted backward until he'd heard every single husk-wrapped seed morph into a beautiful, fluffy, white microcloud of carbohydrate and dietary fiber. Dad had an unspoken philosophy of no kernel left behind. Carefully, he would then distribute popcorn into bowls, straight from the cooking pot. He would season the popcorn with nothing but common table salt. And I say wood season, I mean season he is still alive and doing this, so it, it's still happening. Dad can look at you as you explain to him how you, say, forgot to turn your homework in that day and properly season three medium-sized bo- uh, bowls of perfectly popped corn, 
all the while maintaining eye contact with you to convey just enough disappointment that you will turn that homework in on time the next go around. It was like watching the NBA look away, give and go. Rondam makes popcorn as easy as you draw and exhale breath right now. I was in my late 20s before I felt that my soul was prepared enough to learn the craft of cooking the popping corn. I remember rehearsing the request in my head. I feel I am ready. Will you teach me about popcorn? Seemed too, too formal, yet it sounded like I didn't respect the grain enough. Father, I think I'm ready for the family popcorn recipe. Will you teach me? Seemed weak. He would deny the request because he wouldn't feel I was up to the task. Popcorn is our statement to the world, Father. Will you show me your popcorn secrets? Almost. Uh, th this was very close, but it lacked weight and smacked of pride, which is only undetectable uh, whilst being spoken. And then it hit me. The perfect way to make the request of the craft that I felt was my birthright. Hey, Dad, you show me how to make that? Yeah, okay, my father said. You can make the next batch. Just take some of that oil there and pour some into the pan. M maybe a little more. Okay, that's enough. Turn the burner on to medium heat. A medium heat, not three or four, just, just a vague medium heat, I asked for clarification. Well, you know, enough to heat up the oil. Okay, and how will I know uh, when to put the popcorn in? Well, you can put a kernel in, and when it pops, it's ready. Uh, when it's ready, how much popcorn will I put in? Oh, I don't know, a couple scoops? Are you asking me, Dad? A couple scoops, good-sized, maybe a little more. I use the scooper in the mustard jar. Dad stepped away to check the score of the baseball game. I could tell he was watching me, or letting me discover on my own, like he did, when he let me sled down the logging road, or when he let me make rubber band guns in the bandsaw in the fifth grade. Master and apprentice, together again, to ensure the passing of another skill from generation to generation. He wasn't going to make it easy either. Dad left me to fend for myself at the burner as he conveniently disappeared to the garage, probably to wait quietly until I had a chance to sink or swim. Like any apprentice left alone with the master's work, I admit that I panicked. I'm not so proud to suggest that I was a natural. That first minute at the sizzling pot full of cooking corn was heart-pounding. What next? What was the next step? I tried to relax my mind and find a moment years ago that had my father making popcorn. Popcorn. Day, night, movie, movie theater popcorn? Yes. No. We didn't make popcorn at the theater. Home. We made it in the kitchen where I'm standing. But dad stood here and I stood, sat on the parquet floor by where the birdcage was. Duke. Our parakeet's name was Duke. Breathe in. Dad made popcorn before the Muppet Show. Hurry, Dad. It's going to start, and it's the one with Luke Skywalker. Shake the popcorn faster. Breathe out. Shake it. Shake it. I have to shake it. I came out of my daze, not knowing how long I had been under, and began shaking the corn 
over the burner. I started erratically, moving the pot over the heat and focused on the memory. My moves became deliberate, and I covered the corn to protect against the inevitable tiny violent explosions. The corn began to pop, and the kettle started to fill. The force of the popped kernels was beginning to push the lid off the pot. Where would I put the fresh popped corn? Three stainless steel bowls appeared in a triangular formation on the counter next to me. To my shame, the old man had stepped in to save the corn. I instinctively removed the lid over the individual bowls and filled them with snowy white disappointment. It was chewy. I made chewy popcorn, and anyone who has made the mistake of chewing gum and eating nuts will tell you it is unpleasant like that. Not bad, said the master. Don't lie to me, said the apprentice. As daddy issues go, this is pretty lame. That was over 10 years ago. I have experimented with hundreds of batches of popcorn. I've used different oils, learned secrets from others, and tested different techniques against controlled conditions. The results have been impressive, if I do say so myself. So, from these experiments, I would like to impart on you a simple recipe for pretty damn <laughs> good popcorn. Popcorn is unstable. The second you don't respect it, it will burn the crap out of you with hot oil or in any other number of ways, like seven ways. The point is, although my father has been able to pay attention to three different sporting events while tending to scalding hot oil and naturally occurring explosives, you cannot. I have tended to the corn and only the corn each time. I have made the commitment to pop it. It's 10 minutes of focus that, if done right, will be unbelievably gratifying. End of safety lecture. Come on, you're adults. Fire hot, no touch fire. I begin with a pot that will hold at least eight quarts and begin to heat it at medium temperature on a burner. You will add your choice of oil immediately. Don't leave an empty pot heating on the stove. Make sure you have a lid that covers that particular pot. Don't put the lid on the pot yet because when you go to put the oil in the pot, you'll just pour it on the lid and make a huge mess. Choose your oil carefully, making sure it is a cooking oil. You can use canola oil, vegetable oil, or others, but many are looking at monofat types of oils like olive or peanut. Any are considered by half the health profession as being healthier. Still, some people use coconut oil, which this week may be considered healthy and you cannot eat enough of it, and next week considered to be worse for you than handling uranium rods. I use peanut oil as I like the way it cooks. I also use coconut oil as I like the way it tastes. Peanut oil has a high smoke temperature and leaves a nutty aftertaste for some reason. Some think it's because it's peanut oil and peanuts are considered to be nuts. Duh. If you want to get a little smoky flavor to it, add just a slight splash of sesame oil. Maybe not this time. Forget I said this. Don't, don't do that. So in that big pot, I pour about two-thirds cup peanut oil into the pot and let it heat up. 
It may require slightly more or slightly less, but the important part is that there is enough oil to sit at the bottom of the pot and come up to over the middle part of the kernels you are about to add. You can always add a little more oil at a time until you're happy with the level. Don't overpour because it's harder to get the scalding hot oil out of the pot than the oil into the pot. Let the oil get a chance um, to get nice and hot and then throw in a couple kernels to see if it sizzles. If it does, the oil's hot enough. If not, increase the temperature slowly until it does get a little sizzle. Now, it's time to add about a cup and a half of decent popcorn. I've been leaning more organic with the grain, non-GMO, but hey, baby steps. Uh, I'm just glad you're trying this out. Seriously, are you? Are you, are you trying popcorn? I hope you are. You want the kernels to cover the bottom of the, uh, of the pot completely and add enough. So there's about half as much more resting on top. Okay. There should be enough oil to nearly cover the bottom layer of the kernels. Now roll those kernels around slowly with the lid off every 15 to 20 seconds or so, keeping the temperature down to low or a three or something. I don't know your stove. Hopefully you do. Just keep rolling the corn around as they sizzle. Let the corn brown up slightly, but evenly. Golden brown, more gold than brown is what you're shooting for. Now turn the heat up to high and put the lid on. Uh, leave it there as you continue to roll the corn around and shake it slightly to allow each kernel time on the heated surface of the pot. You should soon be hearing pops. And where are you going to put the corn once it's popped? Well, you better figure that out. That corn's popping. Uh, scream for someone to come with a big serving bowl or two, probably two. I didn't tell you this, but you just made way more popcorn than you probably need. You need at least two big bowls right now, right now, and keep the corn moving. Watch the lid. Don't burn yourself. And as the popcorn moves to the top of the pot, remove the lid, set it aside, being careful that the super hot oil doesn't scorch something on your countertop or the countertop itself, because that's not going to please any housemate. I thought I told you to get bowls. I guess a newspaper will work in a pinch or a clean or mostly clean dish towel. You really do need to get some bigger bowls. Look, uh, pour the popcorn out of the kettle evenly into the serving receptacle of your choice. In this case, a funny cat calendar from two years ago and get, uh, get that very heavy and hot eight, uh, eight quart pot to the sink carefully. You don't have any dishes in there. Hopefully, hopefully you don't have any dishes in there. Now you need to salt it to taste. A little goes a long way. And they make very good popcorn salts that are shaved much thinner. And the salt crystals melt into the hot popcorn sealing to it. Okay? But this is all up to your taste. But there really are some great popcorn salts out there. Um, some people put a little hot sauce or grated cheese on their popcorn. And, and I'm just a simple salt guy. 
Now you have a lovely snack that you may find to be tastier than the over-oiled sodium bomb that is most movie theater bags of popcorn. Okay, movie theaters make great popcorn, but that it, they're it's a lot. Okay, it's a lot of stuff on it. I'm into different types of popping corn and varieties, and yes, there are many. Uh, there are small red varieties, medium blue corn, and uh, that carry it carries just a little bit less of a husk. And some are crunchier with more of a husk. I recommend trying. Wait, did you turn the oven off? You should turn the oven off. So I think you can see that I care far too much for the activity of preparing and eating popcorn. But if you've made it this far, it means maybe you do too. I hope you give this a shot and you give that nasty bag of pre-wrapped junk away. You give, just give it away. Uh, give it away to the dump. Don't give it away to anybody else unless they're your enemy. I, I don't know. If you still feel that the microwave is your best option, just put your own kernels into a brown paper bag and do it that way. You don't want to get popcorn lung. It's, it's a real thing. And that's the damn truth. Thank you for joining me. This has been Popcorn on the Damn Truth. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you are enjoying the Damn Truth podcast, please feel free to write a review over at Apple Podcasts. Um, tell a friend about it. Share it out on social media. I would sure appreciate it. Thanks for listening and have a great week. <laughs>